we're continuing the conversation with uh, Zach Reinhardt from CG Boost. And this is CG Talks, the podcast where CG guys talk about CG. And this time, I'd like to get a bit personal, but uh, professional at the same time. Let's talk about how to make a living from following your passion. Uh, I'm sure that this, that's a question that many of our listeners are asking themselves or trying to find a way to do that. And I was quite moved by one of your videos when, you're, uh, when you announced uh, like leaving freelance work to focus on, on family and CG Boost. And this uh, must have been a tough decision to make, but looking at the results, it seems it was the right one. Uh, so did you always to, uh, want to be an entrepreneur, run your own business, or were other careers in your mind when you were younger? <coughs> Sorry. Um... Well, I think I just, it just came to me over time. So I didn't plan my career upfront and what I wanted to do. So like when I was done with school, then I uh, made a, basically followed a little bit my brother's direction. He was going into the film direction. So, uh, I mean, I, at that point I knew that 3D is my thing. So I... I started working in an advertisement agency and I wanted to bring in 3D there because of course product renderings and Photoshop work and stuff like this uh, can be enhanced with 3D. So uh, my brother and I were working there for, I don't know, one and a half a year or something like this. And it was going okay-ish, but it was not like a big um, addition for the advertising company. So we decided to split and basically create our own company. And then we just continued similar work as we have done inside um, the advertisement agency. And in the first months, it was good to have this connection because they were giving us work and jobs to do. And so we could build up our portfolio and then uh, with word of mouth, Basically, one client was telling another one here, they do good work. And then we slowly grow our customer base. <clears throat> and I think it is pretty good to start a more classic way <laughs> into the whole business. Because first of all, you learn to work with clients. Uh, you learn how to price your projects and stuff like this. And of course, you get better as an artist and you understand what the clients wants. So, um, yeah, either going with an employment in any sort of company that gives you the opportunity to work with 3D doesn't have to be a game studio or a animation studio, because sometimes you have even more creative freedom if you work in, uh, in an industry which is not really related to 3D, like advertisement. Um, so when I was working in this agency, I just had like completely freedom on what I create. Of course, there were like some guidelines for what the client wants, but, um, you decide how you approach it, what tools you use and, and so on and so forth. So it's not, you have to use Maya or 3ds Max or Cinema 4D or something like this, uh, which was pretty good at that time because I just could work with Blender. And yeah, I was building up my knowledge and then we went over to this own 
uh, company, which is kind of freelancing more or less. And so uh, there I was confident that I can work with clients and that my projects and quality is good enough. Um, so this gave me, let's say, a good foundation in my knowledge and also in terms of income. And then I basically uh, had the time to also experiment with tutorials and the courses and so on. So um, I would really recommend to go this road, not just let's fully jump into freelancing or product creation. Uh, you can build knowledge and a foundation and then test different other things if it's working for you. And if you see selling digital products is working for you, then uh, you can decide to go down with the freelance work and uh, spend more time on these other projects. Of course, if you are young, I know some people which started like in school already with, with creating digital products. If you have the free time, if you don't need to earn money to pay your bills, then of course, jump into YouTube, uh, jump into products, digital products, and uh, yeah, try things out. I know, for example, the, the guy from Graswald, he was like selling an uh, add-on and asset libraries with like grass and uh, like nature stuff. He was doing it, starting it in when he was at school and now he wants a pretty successful business, which is nice to see. So, of course, there are many different ways on how to get into this world let's say yeah, yeah. so the, uh, like seeing this from the perspective of, of a young man entering the, the whole thing i wanted to ask you like uh, how did your parents think uh, like what did your par parents think about uh, about your steps when you were pursuing a 3d artist career you said you had an <coughs> older brother so maybe it was easier for you but you know this is not a serious job in many parents mind i guess mm. No, I think my parents were quite supportive and uh, I think they are not like this typical, you have to do a good job, <laughs> like uh, where you can get a good earnings. No, they they never were in my way, let's say. Uh, they always were supportive and um, they basically trust me that I find my way and uh, go to the right direction. So this was... All good <laughs> yeah. from my perspective. Yeah, great. And uh, that's like doing the thing that you love, like following your passion is like, uh, is a, like a dream for, for many people. But sometimes at work, as you mentioned, the client work and generally at work, you sometimes have to do stuff that you hate doing or at least don't enjoy doing. So uh, what is your way yeah. of dealing with that kind of stuff when it comes? <laughs> Yeah, of course, uh, like my work involves not only creating the tutorials, which is of course also involves steps which are not super fun, like recording everything, preparing the projects, that's fun. But then going into uh, the editing tool and cut out all the ums and airs and coughs and stuff like this is of course time consuming and not always super fun. And then on the management side, of course, you have to plan your projects, you have to do customer support, emails, financing, and all this stuff. So I think I would say I'm a pretty organized person. And I tried many different ways on organizing myself throughout the years. And 
right now I have a system where I basically block out certain areas or certain time frames during the day for certain projects. And usually I start around one hour on doing management stuff, finances, emails, and so on and so forth. But it's only limited limited to a certain amount of time. So uh, it's more like doing a little every day instead of like harming yourself, like letting everything lie around for a couple of days and then just do it throughout an entire day. So I try to do finances a little, like 15 minutes a day, uh, doing emails half an hour to 45 minutes a day and management stuff. And then I try to focus on only one project per day. So because it always takes time to get into a project and I try to like work for a couple of hours um, only on one project, make a break, like a lunch break, and then continue on the same project. And then the next day I might work on a different project. But since I'm always working on bigger projects, like courses, which are like huge undertakings, it's usually that I have like two to three big projects I'm working on at the same time. And then I like split them up onto different days during the week. And sometimes, of course, uh, when I have a week vacation, then there is more work to do afterwards and I have to spend a few more hours on the management side. But on the other hand, when you get a little bit more successful and finances uh, in your business, you can, of course, hire a team which can help you with the stuff which you don't like doing or which you just don't have the time doing anymore because when the business grows, you get more clients and customers asking for stuff. So I have like people helping me with emails and answering questions in the courses. I have one guy which is helping me with editing my videos. I still do a lot of editing myself, but he is doing like the first cleanup pass, which saves me a lot of time. And yeah, these two things already help a lot. Um, people that help you with the management side and also the more tedious task, which takes time. And in my mindset, it is like these people help me to free up my time a little bit so I can focus on the stuff, which is really my main business or my main uh, task to do, like recording the tutorials and working on the courses. So because at some point it uh, nearly got this worse that I was just spending all my time on management and doing all this stuff and couldn't find the time to record the courses and tutorials. So yeah, it was really about time at this moment to uh, get a team. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it was also a natural thing. It was not like, now I need a team. And I was looking for some people. There was just someone in my community, which was pretty active and so on. And I just think, oh, maybe I should just ask her to help me out. And yeah, she was super happy to join CG Boost. And then like step by step, it grows over time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it seems like great <clears throat> because some, some uh, people when they think about you know starting their own company or uh, you know doing business or like going to the next level with their work it's it's sometimes they fear that they might you know stop stop being able to do what you love when they kind of like level up mm. 
and that sometimes happens with with business, I guess, especially when you kind of are forced yeah, for to sure. do like, rather the business side of things, not the the part that you love. But you seem to have found you know this balance between you know rather like outsourcing these these tasks that you don't find yourself like the best at or or loving them, but rather leaving a space yeah. for you to 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 do what you do best, right? And trust other yeah. people to do. I mean, the, I the still, I still need to do some stuff, but I have to say that I also enjoy management, uh, managing the stuff from time to time, finding good workflows and good ways on like having a clean day, let's say a clean structure. And it is really dangerous because when you are the only one in your business, um, you think you are the one that can do everything the best. And you don't want to give the task away because someone else maybe mess things up. But uh, what I realized, like there are many really talented and good people. And if you just show them, you can record a quick video and stuff like this, show them how certain tasks work and just start slowly by giving away little things where you feel confident um, that other people can manage this. And then you see, okay, how the other person works and you start to trust them. And then step by step, you give them more important tasks and more important decision uh, they can make on their own. And this really feels totally nice. It's so great to go on vacation. I remember back in the day, it was like this. I go on vacation and was always thinking, oh, damn it. A lot of questions come in, a lot of emails and you're somehow always thinking about your business and uh, you don't want to uh, like not answer people in a week or so, which then can hurt your business and people might leave bad reviews that they don't get the support and stuff like this. And I was just like checking the emails all the time and I couldn't really enjoy the vacation. And now after I have the team, I basically tell them, okay, I will be away for one week. I will be responding to team questions if they have anything, of course, and also checking the emails from time to time if something super important pops up. But like in my last vacation, I haven't replied to a single email, which was really good. And I, I just checked the emails. I was seeing that my team was answering basically all the important stuff. And I can could really enjoy my vacations, <laughs> which is like super nice. Yeah, it seems great. It's, it's like it's it's like the thing that you probably hoped for when you when you made the decision to shift, you know, from freelancing work to be able to focus on on what you are most yeah, passionate about. Yeah, of course. Like when when you get started, uh, it's <clears throat> it's not that you. Of course, you see maybe some people that are successful already, and you think, oh, they have this, 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 all these nice features on their website, all these great products, and so on. But you have to start small somewhere. So better start with a simpler version of what you imagine. Uh, like keep it simple, a simple website, a simple, some tool that helps you to sell your products, uh, like Gumroad, for example, and uh, get the ball rolling. And then over time, when you realize, okay, there's uh, the budget and the time to improve, then you will step-by-step step improve over time. And this just comes naturally. So you don't have to have the perfect version of your business uh, right from the start. Start small, start simple, 
get things out there, uh, even if your courses are not perfect when you are in the course uh, business space. Just put them out there, make them as good as you can at that point, but don't try to make them perfect because then you will never publish your products if you really try. Ah, this is not, I'm not quite happy with it. Put it out there and then improve over time. So I'm, I'm still working on my courses, which I put out in 2017. I still iterate on them and uh, improve them. So they are staying fresh. And when I improve a course, it's basically that I recreate the course from scratch <laughs> because I have more knowledge. I have better understanding how to structure a course and so on. But it worked back in the day when I first published the course. And yeah, now works when I improve it. So yeah, yeah, totally, totally. From the like, business side, there is no difference because the business grows with your personal grow, growth. Exactly. I, I really relate to that, you know, that uh, thing about uh, not like you have to struggle to, to get things as good as you can, but Hmm. Almost always with a 3D project or, or, or any project, just after you kind of say it's done, and it's an important moment, for like for me, uh, to to call this done. Okay, this is the, as much as I expected from that. I call it done. I like it, and just uh, just a minute after that, I can see all, already all the flaws. And I think like f sometimes it seems like it's bad because you you haven't done as good as it might be, but it's always like the next project can be better, and. The thing that you see the flaws is, is actually a positive thing because you are you already see the places where you can grow. So it seems like you already learned something. You just want more. Yeah, that's, that's of good yeah. to keep up the appetite for the next step. Yeah, funnily, like most of my artworks, which I actually finished, were artworks for uh, CG competitions or art station competitions and so on. And like what you can see on my wall here, if you're on the video, this are all projects I made for competitions, funnily. And I, I can totally see all the flaws in these images. But since in the challenges, you have a deadline, you have to finish something to a certain date. You just try to make it as good as you can till the uh, deadline appears. And then it's done. Then you have to live with what you have. And I never really approved or improved my artworks after the challenge is done. Of course, you could iterate more on it, but for me, it, it was done. The challenge is over. This is what I have. And uh, <laughs> this is also the reason why I believe that CG challenges are a great tool to learn and approve. And this is why I started these CG challenges in the first place. Because I wanted to give people like an opportunity to jump in, have fun, have a deadline, a nice topic, maybe win some cool prizes if they win this challenge, but mainly to work on your skills and just create something and see how you improve over time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one, one last question, maybe in this topic block, like. Uh... <clears throat> We, we talked about, you know, making a living from, from doing what you love, but what you love really is also kind of evolving through, through the journey. So you st said you started from VFX shots and you consider yourself a 3D generalist. So, so probably all of the areas were covered in some, in some part, uh, 
like from from what I've seen from your works, I, I would consider you to have a slight shift maybe to, towards being a sculptor or a character artist. Oh, uh, so that that seems from my perspective as like your most most interested mm. in in that. But uh, I wonder I wonder how have your interest in CGI changed over time, and uh, what is the thing that you'd like to do that you maybe haven't yet tried in that world. 3D. Mm. <coughs> so, I mean, the question is, does my interest changed? I mean, of course, over time, besides 3D, I learned that like teaching, I'm pretty good at teaching what people tell me. And I also enjoy the teaching part a lot. So <clears throat> basically over time, I learned that teaching is also besides 3D, one thing I really enjoy doing. And of course, combining these two subjects is like the perfect match for me. <laughs> but I wouldn't consider myself as a character artist uh, and so on. It's again, more the storytelling part, which is what I like doing. And this I can also express in creating some creatures and so on. <clears throat> so when I create a course, I usually think about, of course, what's an interesting subject for the audience, but how can I also include my desire to tell little stories? So, and then I try to create an uh, example project file or project scene <clears throat> for this course, which is also in my range of interest, let's say. So creating a flying car or creating an interesting looking creature is for me, a nice way to do art, to do storytelling, to create little animations and short films, but to also make a living with this. So yeah, the question is, I guess if I didn't have to earn money, uh, so if, yeah, if just everything gets paid for a magical reason and mm -hmm. I don't have to earn money, I still would do tutorials, I guess, but then of course everything for free on YouTube. And I would still do 3D animations and uh, short films and so on, I guess. So, and since I have to earn money <laughs> to pay my bills, this is, I think, the best combination for me personally to have. Like I make these courses to earn money and this gives me the freedom to work on 3D projects for the courses again. So it's a symbiosis somehow. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it seems to, it seems to work. It, it, yeah, I think the CG boost and, already, uh, already boosts itself. <laughs> yeah, and to your question, what I would like to do, what I haven't done. On the one hand, I always thought about maybe doing a children's book uh, at some point, because I also like to draw sometimes. But on the other hand, I also think about like a more modern way on doing this maybe in terms of creating like actual short films, which are not connected to any course, just for the fun of making a short film or telling a little story. And I, I have this Cubic Worlds course where I create these low poly animations and just to promote the course, but also to follow my desire on like telling little stories, I create these little animations, which are not part of the course. But I use the techniques I, I teach in the course to create this animation. So I can show people, 
okay, when you follow this course, you can create animations like this. It's not the specific same scene and animation which I teach in the course, but the workflows are the same. And this is then like the first step for me in this direction on like also creating something which is a little bit detached from the courses. Yeah. Great. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's like a nice nice way of creating you know a framework for yourself as a creator. And yeah, I'm just curious about what's what's coming out next from your creative workshop. 